sexy shoe needs because this January all month long shoes and boots are buy one get one half off at all lovers lane store locations and at loverslane.com hello welcome to the intimacy advisor podcast i am your host sarah tom tom and as a reminder you can find us online at intimacyadvisor.com to ask questions to read through our blogs that cover a variety of really interesting topics. You can find us on Instagram at Intimacy Advisor Pod or on Twitter, IA underscore pod. You can reach me directly with questions, topic suggestions at Sarah at SarahTomTom.com. That is my email. So I first of all, can't even believe it's 2022 already, let alone the middle of January. How are you all holding up? Does it feel to you like time moves really fast? Or am I just getting old and time just seems to speed up? Well, either way you look at it, we're in middle, we're in the middle of January. It is the month of resolutions and self-betterment and new year, new you. If you listen to our podcast earlier this month, we were talking about how to set pleasure-centered resolutions. And I just continue to see so much messaging around outward appearance improvement getting skinny, getting blonder, getting tanner, getting your teeth whitened, uh, you know, all of this kind of stuff. We're just inundated with it, especially for folks like me who are socialized female, identify as femme. I just feel like the pressure is always on, but particularly this time of year, you know, how we are marketed to around our bodies is really intense. And if you listen to my first episode of this year, you know that I'm someone who really believes in centering how you want to feel over necessarily how you want to look or uh, those really kind of um, intense goal setting or resolution setting that we do at the beginning of the year that tends to be fairly unachievable because it's not necessarily centered in what is realistic for our individual lifestyle. It's more kind of uh, prepackaged and marketed to us. Um, So I thought I would talk today a little bit about body acceptance. From my experience, everybody has a challenging relationship with their body, whether it is you know, in the process of aging and your body doesn't function as the same as you used to come to expect it to be able to, or you have 
gone through pregnancy or multiple pregnancies and you just find that your body changes in ways that are out of your control. And um, I did a storytelling campaign years ago where we interviewed over a hundred participants talking about their sexual journeys. And one of the questions that we had for all of our interviewees was, what is one thing that holds you back sexually? And I kid you not, 95% of participants said that their body image or how they felt about their body or how their body looked was a hindrance to their sexual expression. And so this brings me back to this idea of body positivity. I think if we're setting this goal that we're going to be positive about our bodies all of the time, it's unrealistic, right? Like we're going to be in a ever-changing relationship with our body. So I like to think of it as body acceptance and body appreciation And like any relationship that you have with anyone in your life, including yourself, including your own body, there are going to be ups and there are going to be downs. And it's really about coming into, you know, a state of equilibrium of balance and uh, appreciation, but also um, I think just generosity towards ourselves that, you know, sometimes we are not going to feel great about the state of our body, whether that is how it functions or how it looks. So I, I want to give some suggestions and some things that I have found to be really helpful to be in a loving relationship with your body. One place to start is to think about acknowledging all of the wonderful things that your body does for you. There was a salon that I hosted years ago, 15 years ago, I want to say, and we would choose different topics. It was all women who came to these events, um, cis and trans women. It was really an amazing group. And we would choose different topics each month and share and skill share and discuss and we did a go around once. Can you say one nice thing about your body? And I want to say we got through 20 people and everyone is like, oh, I, I really like my legs or my arms are strong or I have a great ass. And then someone said, my mom taught me from a young age at the end of every day to thank a part of my body for what it does for me. So I really love my feet because I work on my feet and they take the brunt of my labor and they show up for me every day and they're strong and they help me to run and to climb and to do my job. And I have to tell you, my jaw literally fell to the floor. It's such a simple concept but no one had ever talked to me about my body in that way. I had always been conditioned to, okay, well, if I could just lose 10 pounds, then 
maybe I would be attractive and then I would have a quote unquote good body, right? And um, this notion was really so simple, but really revolutionary for me in terms of thinking about like, oh, when I'm feeling really down about uh, the state of my body, I start from a place of what is one thing I can give gratitude to my body for today, whether that is, you know, a physical activity that you accomplished, whether it is walking you to and from, you know, the bus stop to get to work, whether that is nursing your child or um, performing your job or, you know, digesting your food without giving you a lot of gas. (laughs) It's just, just pick one thing and that can start, that can be a great starting point for giving acceptance and love to your body and, and shifting the narrative. And, uh, I don't think that this means that you can't be honest with your self about the things that you don't love about your body. But the trap that we can get into is focusing pretty exclusively on those things. And then that gets us in a really negative self-talk cycle where, you know, whatever thing we're fixating on that we want to change or that we don't like about our body, all of a sudden usurps the whole dialogue around our relationship to our body. And if you can start holding some space for a balance of, okay, I can want this thing to change while also appreciating these other aspects of everything that my body does for me or these amazing orgasmic experiences that I get to have in my body or how my skin feels or the color of my hair, whatever the thing is, right? Find something that can balance out the negative talk that you have around those aspects that you would like to change. And thinking about it as talking to yourself as you would to a friend. We tend to talk to our own selves with a harshness that we would not give to the people that we love in our life. Or if we had people in our life who talked to us the way that we talk to ourselves, we would not stay in relationship with them. So why do we continue to be in relationship with ourselves and with our own bodies in a really toxic and um, negative self-talk relationship. You cannot beat yourself up into a better version of yourself, in my opinion. And I know that that's, I I feel like that concept is really floating around a lot right now. Um, But kindness, softness, generosity is going to be, you know, what is the saying? You catch more flies with honey. The same is true for yourself. You know, if you can create some softness around these things that perhaps you want to change about yourself or your body or whatever, then you're going to find that there's not this kind of harsh wall that is a roadblock to make it over in order to initiate the changes. 
uh, you're going to have more fluidity and uh, flexibility around the ever-changing relationship that you're going to have with yourself and with your body. And I think that uh, affirmations really come into play here as well. There's an interesting uh, thing about our mind where it actually doesn't really know the difference between fantasy and reality. So in that sense, we create our own realities, right? So if you're talking negatively about yourself a lot, then um, your mind is going to get into a state of lack and hardship and frustration, and it is going to believe those things to be true. And while I don't necessarily recommend giving affirmations as like the own, like, I don't think that personal affirmations can be the only thing that we do to improve our mindset and our relationship with ourselves. Like, I do think we have to back it up with some action, but when you speak kindly to yourself or you speak about uh, a goal or a vision as if it is real, then your mind actually treats that as truth. So what, it, what do I mean by that? Looking in the mirror and saying, I am sexy as fuck. Your mind receives that compliment as true. Now, we can undermine our affirmations, certainly. If then you're stepping in in your inside voice and saying, that is not true. I do not believe that. Girl, you are lying to yourself. Uh, Then you're going to run into some issues of affirmations not having their full effect. But giving yourself positive feedback, especially if you speak it out loud, Um, If you look at yourself in the mirror and you say it to yourself, for that moment, your mind takes that as truth. Now, the work is to then not spend the whole rest of your day undermining that positive love and affirmation that you gave to yourself. And one way to start out small, I think, is to actually find something about your body or yourself that you really do love and uh, start by affirming and acknowledging that part of yourself and then build from there. I love uh, sexy selfies and or finding things, whether it's an article of clothing um, you know, your favorite tie or a sexy pair of heels or a pair of underwear that just feel really good or accentuate your body in some way that you really like. And when you need a boost, finding that accessory or prop or whatever it may be and putting it on and giving yourself some appreciation. I really am a big advocate of lingerie and sexy accessories as a tool for feeling in your body, feeling your best, feeling confident. You know, sometimes like if I have a really important meeting, I will put on a sexy article of lingerie under 
my uh, work clothes. And then it's like my secret with myself, you know, like I know that I have it on and maybe I stand a little taller or a pair of heels. They improve my posture and they look great. Uh, Those kinds of things are my hacks for uh, creating some confidence when I need it. And, you know, certainly like some of us have been in varying degrees of isolation and quarantine for some time. So maybe we haven't actually relied on these uh, articles of clothing as much as maybe we did before. But I really encourage you, even if you're just going to be spending the day at home working from your screen, like there is a boost that uh, things like boots heels, uh, sexy underwear can really give to just our whole mindset and uh, attitude. Some other ways to give your body some kindness if you're struggling with being really loving and affirming to your body is think about, uh, do are you someone who really likes showers or baths? Water is so healing and can be a really great grounding tool. Um, Some things you can do to really kind of up your experience in the shower or bath is making a ritual out of shaving. So really like getting the water to a nice temperature, letting it run over your body for a long time, slowly shave and, you know, give appreciation to your body as you do it. And then as you get out of the shower, like rub your whole body down in lotion and maybe something that's fragrant or even has essential oils in it that can activate that sense as well. Uh, Doing your kegels in the shower can be really great too. It can be an awesome way to make sure that you do it. For me, I keep my kegel balls in my shower and on my hair washing days, which tend to be longer showers for me, I will pop my kegels, my kegel balls in and make sure that I do my PC exercises while I'm in the shower. Uh, bath bombs, nice smelling shaving creams like Coochie, or there's a line called Shunga that you can find at Lover's Lane that is really nicely scented stuff. So activating the senses and Getting that experience of the warm bot, the warm water can be a really loving thing to do for your body. Blind showers are a really cool thing where you turn all the lights off. I mean, if you want to have a candle lit, you can, but the whole idea is that you are not looking at your body. If you take a shower in the dark, you get to just feel the sensations and experience the shower rather than having the visual aspect of your body interrupting, you know, your thoughts. For me, when all else fails, if I'm really in a bad relationship with my body and my mind is turning against me, my like ground, my, my base level place that I start is making sure to drink lots of water. I just set a goal for the next few weeks to make sure, or the next few days, weeks is kind of a a long-term goal, but the next few days to drink half of my body weight in water. 
and just really hydrate. And every time I'm drinking water, thinking of it as being a nourishing act to do for myself. And that will be my starting point for, okay, I've been in a bad relationship or I've been really in my head about some things around my body. I'm going to, this is my base level starting point. I'm going to be drinking a lot of water. I'm going to get hydrated. I'm going to nourish. And then from that place, I'm going to decide how I want to move forward. And I keep a list of like a running list of things, a nice thing I can do for my body every day. And if I've done one of these things, sometimes it really is just drinking a lot of water, but then I can go to bed and feel like, oh, okay, I did something really nice for myself. For me, that is my list is usually like exercise, um, getting my nails done, rubbing feet, uh, using my favorite sex toy or taking a bath. And if I have done one of those things most days of the week, I feel such a difference in how I exist in relationship to my body. And then throwing those affirmations in there and all of a sudden, like your whole attitude can really just shift as long as there is some consistency and also a little variety, you know, that it's not the same thing every day, that you understand that there are lots of different things that make you feel good in your body. And, um, you know, then if you do have, say, goals around beefing up or slimming down or whatever those things that might be appearance-based, and there's nothing wrong with that because feeling sexy sometimes is really about like, oh, I look good, right? Those kinds of goals get much easier to achieve when you can shift this dynamic where you exist in a really positive relationship to yourself. I look forward to hearing about your body acceptance journey. You can find us at Intimacy Advisor Pod on Instagram, IA underscore pod on Twitter, or you can email me directly at Sarah at SarahTomTom.com. And don't hesitate to jump onto intimacyadvisor.com and pose a question there as well. So happy January, everyone. Happy Body Acceptance Month. And until next time. Intimacy,